Vamos. Welcome back to Ghostbusters Minute. Ghostbusters Minute is the fan podcast that chronicles and overanalyzes the classic 1984 film Ghostbusters Minute by Minute. I'm Kyle. I'm Brady. And today we're here to have skeletons of fun, right? Oh, get it? It's from the uh, Crypt Jam by the Crypt Keeper, which we were just watching on YouTube before we started this. Yeah, I'm aware. It's a, a very fascinating time in the um, uh, the, the uh, hip-hop lifespan and also the lifespan of uh, horror comedy on when, TV. When was that? Uh, I don't know. Like, like 90, 90, early 90s or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's got the Arsenio Hall dancers or whatever oh. on it. It's a, it's a particularly weird song. But okay, yeah. what do you think is better? That the original Ghostbusters are On Our Own by Bobby Brown. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think the better of those three songs is the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. But then uh, shortly after that would definitely be the Crip Jam. The Crip Jam. Yeah, Crip Jam, folks. It's a uh, yeah. fantastic piece in uh, pop culture history. So, hey, today we're going to be doing minute number 78. Now, in the previous minute, we saw the Ghostbusters making their case to the mayor on why he should believe them. After a few minutes of speaking with Peter Venkman, the mayor kicks Walter Peck out of his office. At minute number 78, the mayor asks the Ghostbusters what they need from him. At 78.02, we smash cut to a shot of the National Guard in full force, scrambling to serve as a convoy convoy for the Ghostbusters. At 78.15, we cut to a shot of Peter Venkman hanging out of Ecto-1, smacking the side of the car, telling everyone, hurry up! Let's run some red lights. At 7830, the Ecto-1 leaves the police and military backup in tow. At 7835, we cut to a shot at 55 Central Park and West, where black clouds are rolling in over the top of the Evo Shandor building. At 7839, we cut back to the front of 55 Central Park West, where a crowd of onlookers has gathered. Paramedics are wheeling a person out on a stretcher. At 7845, the crowd of people outside of 55 Central Park West has uh, persons of all different faiths gathering and praying together outside of the building while other people are holding signs warning of the end of the world. And thus ends minute number 78. So we kind of have a small little montage here that goes from 78 to 79. And uh, we're getting shots of the Ghostbusters with the National Guard. It's kind of a funny joke. What do you need for me? And they cut to like a full military and police transport to the building. Uh, The mayor is not kidding. He's giving the Ghostbusters everything they need to save the day, if you will, Mm -hmm. and take care of the situation. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on this minute? Well, you know, we've got um, the Ghostbusters kind of coming through, uh, beating out like all of the other departments of everything that are supposed to make this this city run. And that's, you know, the fire marshal, the police, religious department, everything like that. And here we got the Ghostbusters coming through. Um, So, yeah, it's, you know, there's several times in this movie where you see different uh, things that really that exist in our world, the real world, that kind of give this movie that real world lived in feel. One of them is Con Edison. The other is the real estate firm that they buy the uh, firehouse through at the beginning. And I can't quite remember what the uh, real estate agency was. But now we here we have the National Guard. So it's just another thing that kind of gives the gives the movie that it grounds it in reality. Uh, we also see the rabbis just praying so earnestly outside of the building, and that also kind of, for me anyway, has always added to the uh, to the threat here. Just seeing how sincere they are, but you know, just with everything, and then and then all the other people who just seem so in awe of everything that's going on above them. But one actor, one extra, he really brings it home. And his name is Eldo Ray Estes. So tell us who this guy is, because okay. I know that a lot of people probably know who you're talking about, but maybe they don't they don't realize it yet. This is a gentleman who was an extra who was going above and beyond the duty of any That's other right. extra. Yeah. And he is actually in two different he's on either side of the street uh in this scene. So you know that guy 
He really wanted to be in this movie. So describe this guy. What's okay. he wearing? What's he look like? So he's in a suit, right? And he's just got this big, full head of red hair, bright red hair. And he's jumping up and down and just like, uh, you know, screaming their name, Ghostbusters. And later on, when he's shaking hands with Peter, it's just, all right, all right, Ghostbusters, all right. And you can tell that this guy just, man, he knew where the camera was. Yeah, yeah, he, he placed at the camera. So has he been in uh, some other stuff we might know of? Uh, he has. Um, I wasn't actually able to find any of the uh, the other things that he's acted in, but he is a renowned uh, television makeup artist. And he's oh wow, in, really? Yeah, he's an Emmy winning, he's an Emmy award winning uh, makeup artist for television. And I believe the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad podcast has an interview with him, or they have some some audio of an interview with him, something like that. But. Uh, He's, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's always, it's always fun to see extras like that and, and having a good time and everything. And yeah. this, this is, uh, I want to say it's Doug Benson, the comedian, uh, was in Captain EO. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola had blown the entire budget before the end of it and they had a big dance number at the very end. So they had to hire just regular actors instead of paying like dancers who knew what they were doing. So Doug Benson said that one of his friends called him up and said, Hey, do you want to come be in Captain EO? You know, the theme park, the Disney, uh, ride. Uh, so he goes in and they dress him up in makeup and he's like, I'm just going to dance my ass off and look like the biggest jackass so that whenever people go to see this movie, they'll see me being there on screen. So the very last scene of the movie when Angelica Houston has been redeemed and Michael Jackson's dancing off, all these dancers come in and you see one guy clearly not trained to dance, just jumping up and flailing his arms around. And that's the comedian Doug Benson, uh, just so that people would always know who he was. It's funny because he told that story on his podcast, Doug Loves Movies which was released the day that Michael Jackson died. Oh my God, really? Yeah, it was. Oh, it was Jesus. just completely like by chance. So he had to, yeah. the next episode he came on and he was like, hey, just wanted to let everybody know those two things are completely unrelated. So yeah, he but, has another podcast, doesn't he? Uh, he has a few, I think, and he's been on like Comedy Bang okay. Bang and, and yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, very funny guy. Yeah, very funny guy. But uh, so... Yeah, so that so, so uh, our, our friend here definitely knows if you want if you're an extra and you want to be seen on camera, do what you can be do, do what, what you can do, do to, yeah. to get yourself on camera. And I'm pretty sure the National Guard ain't gonna let anybody cross the street. And this dude somehow has gone yeah, from one side, side to the other. other. So yeah. man, I gotta give it up to you. But uh, no, you can tell he's he's very very very. Uh, Rambunctious. Uh, ca- yeah. Camera aware. Charismatic, yes. But a very charismatic guy. There's some other stuff, too, happening here where, you know, everyone's che- uh, cheering their name. And whenever they pull up and get out of the car, everybody's just all about them, which, again, adds to the scope of the movie. These guys have become celebrities through everything. And there's yeah. different points in the movie where um, this is done without having to show anything, without having to yeah. show large groups or anything like that. When, when Dana's uh, outside of the fountain with Peter saying, oh, you're a big celebrity now, somehow that adds to the scope of the movie. And makes it feel just like a much bigger story. Uh, and, you know, right here when we've got Peter just, hello, New York, and playing to everybody's, uh, entertaining everybody, and they're loving it. I don't know, just something simple. Uh, there's there's something in that, that simple moment that just makes the movie feel so much more broad to me. Yeah, yeah. These people know that there's only one group of guys who can take care of this situation. Mm-hmm. And they're the Ghostbusters, and they're here. And now. they're here. Yeah, exactly. And it's awesome because... Uh, this is set to a song by the Alessi brothers called Saving the Day. It's a right. rocking song. It is. Which uh, wasn't just used in this movie. You want to know where else it was yeah, used? Yeah, where else? The real Ghostbusters cartoon. No, really? Yeah. On what episode? I'm, that I'm not sure. Oh, okay, but it was used on... on the cartoon as well. Yeah, and oh, that's, that's cool. From doing some research on it, that's what I saw. Yeah. So. 
Awesome. This minute, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So uh, when the car first pulls in, we see at the end of uh, Central Park West, and I think at the, at the uh, Central Park West, uh, Central Park South, the kind of the corner there, there's Columbus Circle, right? Yeah, that's right. The big statue. Yeah. Now, Columbus Circle has been in a few other movies, uh, including one movie called Columbus Circle, right? right? Yeah. Which was like direct-to-video, but it, it had this yeah. like pretty big cast. It was a pretty big cast, and it was funny because the producer on it was actually... Uh, uh, skimming people out of money. He used to have a website or uh, like a program called ePassport, and he would fund the movies that he made by getting people to get this ePassport, which is a way, I think it was kind of like an older version of PayPal. It's how you could send money from, to another person. He would skim money off of what people were using it for, and then wow. he'd use that to finance his own uh, independent films. So Columbus Circle was one of them. Uh, I'm not going to say anybody's name, but it's a, yeah. it, all the information's out there. You can go look up customer complaints for ePassport and spend an entire day of like well, reading how much people hated that website. I am going to name somebody's name, and that is sure. Gaetano Russo, who built Columbus Circle, and it was completed in 1905. Oh, wow. So it's a beautiful piece of um, architecture. Yeah. Again, one of those mini like statues yeah. and things mm-hmm. that we see throughout this movie that um strange iconography. I love New York. There's just public art everywhere. You know, it might not be like banners or, you know, there's graffiti and stuff like that, but there's statues everywhere. You know, like I think we're in a town and we have a statue. It's Columbus downtown yeah. by the USS kid, which is funny because our city is named after a native American trading post. Yet we have a statue downtown to a guy who was infamous for killing a lot of natives. Yeah. So it's a little weird, but I, I can't think of like, I mean, there's a lot of natural beauty in other parts of the world, but I love the human, the, the, the art created by humans in New York City. It's, it's really inspirational. Again, it's like I've said countless times on the show. This this movie is just New York, New York. It's New the York. New York movie, and, is, and, and one New of the York ways movie. they did it is they got all this stuff. Columbus Circle, they got the uh, Columbia statue in Central Park. All this stuff, the uh, the um, uh, fountain outside of that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I know that we're talking the about. New York Philharmonic. Yeah, so they made sure to get to make this New York as much as as New Yorky as possible to go around all these places and get all this on on film. And yeah, it, yeah, it works really well. I'm glad they shot it there instead of Boston. So, all right. Well, hey, you got anything else for this minute? No, that's it for me. Me as well, and or me too. Me also. Me, me, me. As yes. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Kyle. I'm ready. And we're here to remind you that death is but a door, time a window. We'll be back. Ghostbusters Minute is a fan-supported podcast. To become a patron of Ghostbusters Minute and gain access to exclusive weekly bonus content, visit us at patreon.com slash gbminute. If you like the podcast, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can contact us at ghostbustersminute at gmail.com and visit us online at ghostbustersminute.com, facebook.com slash ghostbustersminute, twitter.com slash gbminute, and look us up on Instagram at ghostbustersminute. Our theme song is Ectoplasm by Audionautics, which is licensed under the Creative Commons Attributions License.